0: 6.11 on a Tuesday morning. So yesterday I was uh, here a little bit later than I normally would be. Because uh, you were
1: training me all day. <laughs> well, no, no, not, not that. It was uh,
0: There was some things I was getting taken care of to kind of get the rest of my week set up. And I get back from my little errand and the gal at the front goes, so did you drive through the puddle?
1: It's not raining. <laughs>
0: and I said, well, what do you mean puddle? And because I came in from the east side of town, came back to the station in the Holiday Center downtown Duluth and she goes, oh, the puddle, and she pointed behind her toward 3rd Avenue West, which is the road that goes along the Holiday Center in Wells Fargo, um, and there is inches of water on the street, and I'm like, oh, that's that's what she's talking about, so I go out there, and our production manager, Steve, is out there, and our engineer, Randy's out there, and like, they're just assessing the situation. You guys are
1: standing there with your hands on your hips. Well, well that's that was what Rainy is doing.
0: That's that's exactly that's that's – when it's something that he isn't going to – because he's he's MacGyver <laughs> when it comes to fixing stuff in the building. So
1: this wasn't his responsibility, so he was just enjoying it. He was it. just like,
0: wow, that's a lot of water. I wonder where that's coming from. And wonder he, what he was just doing the – yeah. The, what are they going to do about it? The observational assessment. And so <laughs> I got some video and – uh was kind of surprised cuz that was like 3:30ish uh when this was all going down and it was a good amount of time somebody had eventually called it in obviously I don't know if it was somebody here at the station or somebody who did um but eventually crews came by around 4:30 4:40 and got the water shut off it looked like a and and smelled like a water main to me because okay. it didn't smell like like waste it didn't smell like sewage so that's good how
1: does what you mean it didn't smell like anything
0: oh it it had a little bit like a like a treated water like a tap water smell
1: i don't i don't know what tap see i live out in the country and i I have well water so it's pure and clean i swear i could bottle it and make millions but that'll be my (laughs) next venture (laughs) a little bit a
0: little bit of that uh
1: chloride chlorine yeah kind of that yeah treated yeah exactly
0: so that because the, the look of it and you can so there's some pictures and video. You can see it all on our website or mobile app. I took a bunch of pictures and video and stuff like that and shared it there. Um, but it was just welling up out of the bricks on the sidewalk. So the sidewalk along the side of the building is brick. Yep. And it was just like coming up from between the bricks. So it was like some sort of weird, mysterious fountain.
1: The Fountain of Youth.
0: Yeah. Let's go. This is weird. And then what was interesting was I was talking to her engineer and he said, because he had been just standing out there watching it for several minutes and eventually a second little spot popped up in the street as well. So I don't know if it was like washing underneath the brick and then popped up eventually or what was going on there. So anyway, crews got here. Like I said, they eventually got the water shut off and started assessing the situation. They closed the entire street for the block last uh-huh. night by the time I left for a little while. Um, it's reopened this morning, but they do have a fence around the area. I happen to look as I drove by this Is morning. Is the a puddle gone? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, there's some mud and stuff left behind, but um, they've got it fenced off in the immediate area where the water was coming from. Yeah. It looks like they got some of the bricks that were displaced back into position. Uh, but yeah, just very bizarre. So Good job, no, City of Duluth. There's no crews or anything working there, so something must have just decided it was time to burst. Time to
1: burst, yep. Things so, get old and they break.
0: They do. Um, so, kind of weird, but uh, the watching the people as they were driving along Superior Street, it was getting close to quitting time, you know, like 4.30. Yeah. And there would be people that would come up to the stoplight and he would be like, they'd look around a little bit and be like, should hmm, I go? What's going on here? And then they'd just drive across and yeah. So, very bizarre situation, but the city got it taken care of. So,
1: you know, I would have grabbed my inner tube and my floaties and been like, hey,
0: <laughs> And it was, like, right along the sidewalk. It was a pretty substantial amount of water. You probably could have gotten a little bit of a ride.
1: That's kind of exciting. I mean, yeah. not, it's too bad, but it's kind of exciting. Next yeah.
0: Or. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I haven't heard if there's any,
1: any... Oh, I see the bricks. Yeah. It's almost as though there's something coming up from under, you know, like...
0: Yeah. It's like just oozing up yeah. between the bricks.
1: Pushing the bricks up.
0: It's it's an interesting visual. So, you huh. can check it out. We got the video and some photos on our website, Marble Lap. It's, uh, It's... It's... Interesting. So hopefully, I mean, obviously they shut it off. Hopefully they got it fixed, whatever it was, and I can move on. But yeah, very, very bizarre. Coming up later on this morning, uh, BB Rexa got hit in the face during a concert. It's, uh, interesting. I mean, so. I don't mean to laugh. I, BB, if you're listening. <laughs> it, it's not that she got hit in the face. It's just I was describing it to you earlier, and the way that I described it, apparently I used a word that kind of caught you off guard. So. Uh, What did
1: you say? Um, It it, it looks like it came in in a pretty good clip. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Something flew in from the audience. We'll share the story. She's okay. It's fine. Uh, We'll share the story, though, coming up soon. You're mixing weight. All right. So... Mentioned BB Rexa doing a show in New York, had a little bit of a little bit of an issue. A fan. So there's a few different accounts of the story. And the one I was telling you about was that there was a fan who was like flailing their phone around and it flew out of their hands. Well, apparently that's not what happened. Uh so she was doing a show, as I mentioned, in New York, uh June eighteenth stops, so just a couple days ago, when a phone comes flying in from the crowd, and there was a number of people, as people often do, just recording the show. Yeah. And so this whole scene was caught on video. Uh, so there was a phone that, as I mentioned, just comes flying straight in, ends up hitting her in the forehead. She ended up kneeling down on the ground and eventually was led off stage. Now she, again, ultimately is okay. However, she did need a couple stitches um, at right, like right on her eyebrow line, like right on her forehead.
1: It must have hit her just at the right trajectory. And watching the
0: phone fly, it looks like it hit her like, like a phone, like if you think of a phone as a blade, like not the flat yeah. side, it hit her like the like the edge. Yes, and uh, not great. And you were reading, you said that uh, there was some. The the motivation was because the person who ended up doing this thought it'd be funny.
1: It says his name's Nick. Ugh, oh, troublemakers! Oh. He was arrested and charged with assault. He said, "I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because it would be funny." Mm, not so much. Yeah, that's how, all he how said. How is that
0: funny? So, yeah, the some of the initial reports, like I said, I, the story, I, the headline I saw yesterday from a different resource made it sound as though there was, you know, somebody who, like, somehow lost control and, like, turned into Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> but but in this case it was actually somebody just being a jerk like i don't know. i don't see how that's funny in any respect but again thankfully aside from needing a needing a little bit of medical attention she is okay she's I mean, on the mend
1: throw an empty beer cup or a, something you know what do you throw well, you throw anything for, for really well, i mean yeah but if you have to throw something it says she staggered around fell down and her people pulled her off stage
0: yeah she had to be walked off I'm stage i'm not
1: laughing at her there's a picture on our website uh, oh yeah. she's just poor there, girl. so
0: you can there's footage there's of course it was shared on twitter Instagram, TikTok. There's a bunch of videos of the incident happening, as well as a picture of her, um, who's given the thumbs up with uh, some some uh, medical tape over her stitches. Yeah,
1: and she's got a nice shiner, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A little little bruise going on on her she left could match eye. She
1: that the other side with a little purple eyeshadow, she'd be looking good. It does look blended
0: pretty well. Yeah, I mean, if you're nice. going to try to make a, ne- a positive out of a negative.
1: And the slice is right in her eyebrow, never to be seen again.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, best
1: case scenario, really. Yes. Feel well, BB.
0: Yikes. Yeah, not not great. Hopefully that person, you know, gets a stern talking to.
1: <laughs> or a taste of his own medicine. Something.
0: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeez. I think it'll be funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Real funny. Uh, coming up here in a little while, there's uh, news about what's moving in to the old fetus uh, location. Of course, it's been empty for a couple of years now. And it's in
1: such a prime location. It is. It's,
0: you know, the two main streets in downtown Duluth, and we've got news about what it is and Roughly when they're going to be moving in, we'll share those details in about 10 minutes here at Mix in a Week. Good morning. 55 degrees right now, downtown Duluth at the Mix in studios. And there's a storefront downtown Duluth uh, in a pretty valuable location that's been sitting empty for a couple of years. And we now know who's moving in and when they're going to be there, roughly. Uh So the Electric Fetus location downtown Duluth has been empty since spring of 2021, if I remember right. So they announced, on you know, they basically shared what they called... Very difficult news that uh, the, the pandemic kind of was the final straw and would have been a challenge for them for a few years. After having to shut down for a while, they said, we just, we can't do it anymore here. So they only have one location in Minnesota now, Twin Cities. Um, I've been there. Have you? Mm-hmm. To the Twin Cities location? Yes, it's
1: a great nice. store.
0: Um, I I have not been there, but I've heard it's pretty pretty cool. It is. All right, well, now I know. Um, I'm actually thinking about going down there sometime soon. I might have to go check it out because I do like, I like those types of stores. So, uh, anyway, so it's been sitting empty and there's been people who have wondered, okay, what could move in there? Because that is like prime real estate. It's right in the corner of two main roadways downtown Duluth, Superior Street, Lake Avenue. Uh, you know, most people that are driving through downtown are going to see that building.
1: Lake and Superior, those two streets. I mean, it says it all (laughs) right there. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And, uh, so I've been kind of some question. Okay. Cause there's been a little bit of activity. Spotted there. Turns out, well, what's uh, happening, what's moving in is uh, uh, Duluth Company Anchors and Tattoos moving in there, which is a heck of a location for a tattoo shop. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to be moving in there. They've been doing some work over the course of the the spring, summertime. They're continuing to kind of modify the space to fit their needs. And their hope is maybe in the next month or so to be open.
1: That's exciting.
0: It is. So they're still running their business on First Street. So like a block and a half or two blocks away. They're going to be there until they're able to move into their new location, but uh, prime real estate and like the first thing that comes to mind for me is, okay, you got pizza and tattoos within a very <laughs> close proximity and then walk down the street and you got beer with blacklist.
1: I mean, you got everything you need, right? I'm just going to set up a tent on the sidewalk and live there. So, <laughs> Right? I mean, yeah. Everything's there. It's all everything Do you need have- and you, you can walk down
0: the street this way and you're at work.
1: Yeah. And then there's restrooms everywhere. So I'm fine. You're good. Good to go.
0: Uh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so that they, they shared the news actually earlier this month on their Facebook page that that's what was going on. They're continuing to do some work there, but hoping maybe, maybe July sometime, possibly by August, they're going to be moved in, uh, and, and ready to serve customers from their new location. By the way, they as a company, um, so, they started in Duluth, but they have four locations now.
1: I had no idea.
0: Yeah, so that Duluth obviously is the OG location. They've been here since 2003. Uh, they also have locations in Stillwater, as well as, uh, now I'm trying to remember real quick because I forgot. it. I was looking at this the other day. I'm going to have to refresh my memory. Hold on a second.
1: I'm going to guess that that place is going to look really swanky when it's done. They
0: I up. agree. So, Hudson and River Falls, two Wisconsin locations, are the okay. other two places they have, um, besides Stillwater and Duluth. But, yeah, I mean.
1: Do you have any tests?
0: I do not. I, I I think they're awesome, especially the ones because you see the, a few here and there that were done by somebody that probably shouldn't be doing tattoos. <laughs> yep, you're like, oh no, worst no. nightmare. Like, oh yeah, but especially places like that that have really skilled, talented artists and really put the time and effort into working with the client to make sure it looks good.
1: And look at their portfolio. Yeah, there's different styles. You yeah, find one so that you like. I think they're
0: amazing. I just don't have any of my own. Do you? I do. Oh.
1: I Whoa. just got it this summer. Uh, my that. dad passed away, and oh. he loved like elephants, and that sure. was like, his representation of companionship, and sure. that strength, and family and whatnot. So there's a uh, two elephants head to head. One of them happens to be representing my father, the other me, and there are roots growing from my father oh. into the ground, and then a, a blossoming tree on the top of that. So yeah, that's I, super cool. Yeah, it's meaningful, and that's all yeah. I wanted. Well,
0: and that's so that's the thing to me, like. Because people have asked me, well, would you ever get one? Like, if I felt really moved to 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 do something, maybe sure. But you're
1: not just going to get the Tasmanian devil on your arm. Just do it. Yeah. No,
0: like there are some people that I know. There are some people that say, well, I get tattoo therapy. They do that as a regular, thing. and that's fine. You know, that's that's to your thing. To but, their own, yeah. But if if I were to do something like that, I'd want there to be a specific reason for it. Yeah. You know, I've got friends of mine that they have. Like you said, something dedicated to a family member or a close friend that passed away, or like some sort of meaningful thing in their life, maybe a big milestone they achieved, or yes. you know something like that. Though, I totally make sense.
1: And it is addictive. I will say, I got uh-huh. this one, and now I'm sitting here, thing drawing out the rest of my arm, <laughs> and then the next arm, and thinking, okay, who can I honor next, uh-huh. <laughs> alive or dead?
0: Exactly. Taking
1: applications now.
0: For sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I, I guess I've never actually gotten a good look at your. your arm, I wear so. sleeves all the time.
1: now, so now
0: you feel, for, feel free to not hide it around here this is thank not you. a tattoo-free zone so <laughs> thank god yeah. uh if you want to see a little more we got some additional details about the the move on the mix mobile app and com. but really the moral of the story is they're hoping this summer to be in a new location moving from just down the str- up, actually up the street and over okay. a little bit down to a, a, a prime location which will be super awesome and again another thing is it's just great to see activity downtown whether it's a business moving to a new location expanding or our new place opening you know it's always good news so it very cool. We're going to check on your latest weather here in a little while. Also crack open the Tuesday edition of the toolbox in about 15 minutes here. Mix and Good morning. Mix 108 morning brew with Nick and Jen. And uh, we're cracking open the toolbox this Tuesday morning. Starting off with a, this is a wild story. So there's a, a Pennsylvania man whose gutters were left dented when a mysterious chunk of ice fell from the sky and hit the edge of his house. <laughs>
1: That's random.
0: Uh, yeah. So the guy's name is Jesse Gonzalez. He said that uh, he was in his home Thursday last week when he heard a loud noise thump around lunchtime, 1215.
1: And What's the weather like in Pennsylvania this time of year? <laughs> well,
0: that's a good question. That's I a mean, good really? question. So he said, I came downstairs and there were chunks of ice all over the yard. So my first guess is hail. Was it Was it hail? Um, And
1: I was thinking, my first thought was a plane icing or something. something. Uh,
0: He said he found ice that was uh, chunks all laying over his yard. He said, I found uh, that there was ice buried in the ground. It hit the ground so hard it was like buried into the dirt some too. That
1: could kill you. So he said,
0: yeah, obviously that came from the the sky at some point. Uh, He said he soon discovered that the ice chunks had dented his gutters as well. Uh, looked into the science behind it. The terminal velocity, one hundred twenty miles an hour. If you are a science nerd, um, he said. Luckily, his his dogs, which were outside at the time, were uninjured, which is good news. Uh, but he doesn't really know what the deal was. He said the temperature outside was eighty two degrees when the <laughs> ice fell, and uh, he suspects, as you mentioned, maybe an airplane because he but said he there still wasn't any weather. An yeah, he doesn't know.
1: Can it, you imagine? Okay, he's. I'm sorry. that He's complaining about his gutters. I mean, that's the least of it. What if it were his car crashed right. through the windshield, a child, a dog, all right. the things? That's, that's wild. odd.
0: Very wild. So again, aside from having to get some gutters fixed.
1: He opens his door every day and looks out and up. Hello up there. We good?
0: Uh, hello. <laughs> Is the ice machine about to go off again? Uh, and now we'll head to Wales. We'll head across the pond where... There was a report of a small yacht on fire. So there was some people that were standing on a pier and they noticed what looked like a yacht on the water on fire. Okay. So they called in the authorities and there was a big response of, you know, firefighters and their their version of the First Coast Responders. Guard. And, yeah. So they all show up and they're like, there's no fire. The issue was as the sun was setting over water, sometimes you get that weird little flare that's not yes. actually yep. the sun. Yep. That was literally right behind the yacht, oh and so somebody thought the yacht was on fire.
1: Just made a bit of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Never mind my call. Everything's fine.
0: Yeah, so the Coast Guard and everybody were like, yeah, everything's okay here. False alarm. Everything's hey, fine. But
1: you know what? Hats off for uh, watching out for others. Well,
0: Exactly. Somebody took the time because everybody's first reaction now with anything is, it was mine yesterday with the water flowing down the street is... Get some pictures or a video of this whole thing yep. and, and not like, hey, we should call somebody about this.
1: Yeah. Isn't that sad? Our first thought is, how can I capture this? Yeah. Instead of,
0: I got to share my friends this, this <laughs> weird thing or maybe make some money sharing this story with somebody. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, somebody did call it in. You but,
1: know, if the yacht were on fire, maybe some ice falling from the sky would have what, put it out, you know?
0: Well, sink it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Let's call the insurance company or
0: something. Anyway, there's your toolbox for this morning. It's music from Miley Cyrus now here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Seven seventeen and 55 degrees on a Tuesday morning. Nick and Jen here with you. Good morning. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good to have you here again. Thank you. Good Glad to be here. Didn't, I mean, you did run out of the building here or out of the room a little while ago. I, I was ran. worried Yeah. Uh, but it was just for coffee. <laughs> so we didn't we didn't lose you. Um,
1: um, I know. I'm just getting the go-go juice. <laughs>
0: but, all right. So uh, there was a... Uh, a poll recently published that named what they referred to as the best alternative romantic destinations in the country. And you might think, okay, alternative destinations. What do you, what do you mean by that? Like are you talking like alternative style. Uh, and what they mean by that is when people think of romantic destinations, they think of like, we were talking about this yesterday, Paris or like some tropical beach somewhere. Yeah.
1: The obvious kind of. Yeah. So it's
0: just like less, less commonly thought of romantic destinations. And, In Minnesota and Wisconsin, there were a number, well, okay, a a handful, I should use the phrase, a handful of places that were named um, across Minnesota and Wisconsin. There was a total of, uh, I believe, six, if I'm doing my math right, in Minnesota and Wisconsin combined that were named as best alternative places by a poll conducted across the country that was put together by a uh, company that specializes in honeymoons. Six
1: of them landed in Wisconsin and Superior. I mean, were, I'm sorry, in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. Really?
0: Yep. Cool. Of they, so they ranked 175 oh, of them. Okay. I,
1: then that's not so great. <laughs>
0: the, yeah. The, the best of the bunch, by the way, the the top rank one between our two states was 56. Okay. Which I mean None is in bad. the top 100. Yeah. Um, there were actually two that came in in the top 100 of all of them. Uh, neither of them in the immediate Twin Ports area, but there is one that is in this area that did make the list. What is it? So, I'll share I'll share the full list, and then I'll share some thoughts that I have about some that they missed on.
1: Come on. I'm a sucker for romance. You're killing me, Charles. Right.
0: So, uh, coming in at number 56 on their grand list of alternative romantic destinations was Stillwater, Minnesota, the best ranked in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um... The highest ranked of the, of the the two states. And uh, they didn't really give much in the way of descriptions about these places. They just named the towns, saying. See,
1: that bums me out because you got to grab me. Like, yeah, tell me like, why, why and do you how. I think this feel. is the reason. Oh, I, Stillwater has like a federal prison, doesn't it? That's the only thing uh, I think of. I'm like, conjugal visits? Okay. Hey that's now. romantic. Hey now. <laughs> uh,
0: so Stillwater is a neat town, though, right on the river. It's one of two places in Minnesota with a lift bridge. I think there's only two. Okay. Um, Duluth is the other one. Uh, And there's, if you've, I've spent a a few uh, occasions in Stillwater, and they've got a neat downtown right by the river. It's... It's not exactly Duluth-esque, but there's a lot of similarities in the sense that there's a lot of neat old shops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Some great restaurants and bars.
1: History,
0: and, yeah. and beauty, and water. Yeah, the water with the with the, uh, the St. Croix River running right through there and everything else. So I don't know that I would say it's number 56 out of the ones on there, but it's certainly, it's a neat spot. And I, I could to- totally see where this would make sense on the list. Okay. The next one as we go down rankings in the two states. Number 63 on their list of 175, uh, the most Romantic alternative locations, uh, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin.
1: Okay, never been.
0: Never been there either. So, um, but I want to go. So, Sturgeon Bay is like the big town um, in the Door County area in Wisconsin, okay. which I want to go to sometime. It looks beautiful. I've heard great stories. I just have never I've been. I've been
1: to Door County, Michigan. So you probably drove through the area then. Probably. Okay.
0: Um. Good. Good stuff. Good times.
1: Uh. Yes. You okay. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so I did a little bit of research on on what could make this area kind of like a romantic location and um so again in the the on the door peninsula there's a lot of neat little little towns and things and, and sturgeon bay is the the big the big one of the bunch and they have a lot of neat um activities that they mentioned including dining shopping some cute lodging options of course you're surrounded by water on three sides in terms of the peninsula that you're on because there's the 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 shipping canal that runs through the peninsula. So there's a lot of neat stuff going on there, just neat things to see. So the third one on the list, number 112 overall, is Duluth.
1: Yay! We made it! I can't believe we're that far down on the list. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. Because there's a lot going on here. There's something for everybody, whether it's whether you enjoy outdoor romance or you want like a, a cute place to eat, grab a drink, you know, craft cocktails and beers, ciders. You can
1: get out on the water. Yeah, you can go to the beach. Yeah, and sh- yeah. It's uh, the possibilities are actually endless. Yeah,
0: here. just sit and relax, enjoying a beautiful view from Inger Park. I've I lived mean, here my
1: whole life, and I am never bored. Yeah, when I come downtown.
0: Exactly. So the next one on the list, we go back to Wisconsin. Is the rest of Door County in Wisconsin? <laughs> that's
1: just which general. is general,
0: exactly. Which is number one twenty-three on their list, and you know they mentioned a lot of must-do items that it. Uh, that include checking out a nice beautiful sunrise or sunset depending on which side of the mm. peninsula you're on, um, enjoying a nice cup of coffee from a local coffee shop. Of course, a lot of cute little towns. Um Lots of lighthouses along the yep. point as well. So lots of things to see. Makes sense. Um the next one on the list, which comes in at number one forty eight out of one seventy five on the list of best alternative romantic locations, Red Wing, Minnesota. Okay. Another another water based town. There's a theme here, water.
1: Yep. I agree with that. Yes. There's something magical and romantic about water. I have been to Stillwater, isn't that um not Stillwater, Red Wing, sorry? Yes. That's I've been to the boot company. Yeah, the big boot, Red Wing boots. Yeah, I love yeah. it.
0: Uh, And there's a lot of similarities to...
1: Not that that was romantic, but
0: it was fun. Nothing says (laughs) romance like boots.
1: Lace them up. Let's go.
0: But so there's a lot of lot of similarities, kind of to to Stillwater and the cute shops and the riverfront and things like that. So um, that's kind of the the thought there. Plus, you can do a riverboat cruise, which is kind of a fun romantic thing too. I see a theme there. Yep. And the
1: final one,
0: again, you're sensing the water theme. The final one, which is toward the bottom of their list of 175, I would argue should be higher as well. Grand Marais. Yes. Uh, you know, it's one of the, it's it's a small town and it's a ways away from everything. However, you know, if you like small town charm especially when it comes to you know dining and beverage options or like cute little places to stay or just outdoor elements to your I mean sitting there in the in the the cove in Grand Marais and watching the sun come up how yes. could you beat that
1: you can't i've been there and i've done that exactly i'm the whole entire north shore on the way to grand marais oh, i've man. made it like a romantic destination trip. It's cost-effective. You're yeah. not spending thousands for a flight to go somewhere like Fiji or something. Right. Uh, you hop in the car with your significant other or whomever. Um, Two Harbors has the lighthouse. Yeah. And uh, Larsmont Cottages.
0: Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Uh, Silver
1: Bay, Beaver Bay, all the way up to Grand Marais. And they have th- these resorts that they have that I've been to they have like a s'mores little section yes. you can go out and roast your marshmallows make a s'more watch the sunrise there's bubble baths there's right. a lot often What's like spas on? and massages
0: yeah right yeah there's a, there's something for the for the romantic the, the the romantic getaway so there was a couple i felt like they missed from this list that i wanted to add the first one this seems like an obvious one if you're going to name grand marais like the Wisconsin version of that is Bayfield Agreed. in my opinion. Agreed. That was a missed opportunity and this was this was a poll so I can understand that people from Chicago, oh maybe Chicago would know, but people from like L.A. and you know elsewhere around the country that might not know about the hidden gem of Bayfield.
1: I lo- I've been there too, but that's one of those
0: things that I would argue. Plus the other one that I would say, if we come back to the Minnesota side of the border, would be the Brainerd area. If you're again someone who enjoys a little bit of solitude, the small town charm, maybe enjoying a sunrise or a sunset, lakes. a nice quiet lake, a lot of uh, Maybe you know you know playing out on the lake. You know maybe you know paddleboarding or you know whatever.
1: And like Duluth, you've got Brainerd and Crosby and Baxter kind of all together. Lots of area to cover.
0: So those are the ones I would argue missed. You you had one that you thought was kind of a missed opportunity too. I was
1: actually just going to go up the shore. Just like I said, all those spots. And there's Odyssey Resorts is like a group. I think there are seven of them. And I've actually hit six of the seven.
0: Wow. Um,
1: All have their own charm and their own romance in, in, in different ways. But they're all on the water. Sure this great lake superior the the sunrises are yes. second to none and yep. the the lapping psh, the water the crack your window at night doesn't matter what season it is i'll do it in the middle of winter mm-hmm. and oh, just listen sure. to that water lap i yeah. might not crack it open as far yeah <laughs> yes. but um yeah just the the north shore collectively that's oh, my vote yeah. been there it, that's where that's my go to Yeah, it's, it's affordable a, and the people re- yeah. the people are so kind and so welcoming because just like Duluth, often tourism kind of drives what they do. Grand Marais is pretty quiet in the winter, but in the summertime, those people are so lovely and yes. so welcoming and yep. just, it's it's great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Incredible charm. That's for sure. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of hidden gems and obviously not every one of them could end up on the list, but, but I think the list that they put together is pretty good, but they, they missed a couple that I think we named them that, that. Should be included.
1: And get out and explore. You know, you can really make anywhere romantic if you've got the right mindset. And the right person. It takes the right person,
0: too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. With the, you know. Obviously, if it's a romantic getaway, hopefully it's with the right person. and <laughs> <laughs> Not the wrong person. But there's that.
1: I've done that, too. <laughs> uh. Not gonna
0: lie. Yikes. Music on the way for you from Pink, Ella, along with the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber here. Mix it away. Good morning. 56 on a Tuesday morning. Looking for a high uh, into the 80s across parts of the Northland today. It's gonna be gonna be warm out there. Uh, so there was a notice shared by the Hermit Fire Department just yesterday uh, as a reminder of something that was shared earlier this year by one of the garbage companies in town. Don't put lithium batteries in your garbage. Okay. Reason being is because um... When put into a garbage system, they can be compacted and things like that. And the chemicals can create fires.
1: And this time of year, it gets a little warm. Yeah, it does. It doesn't that help any. Up, yeah.
0: It doesn't help any. So, yeah, they, they shared a message uh, on their Facebook page yesterday saying, hey, a reminder, never put lithium batteries in, in the garbage or recycling. That's actually what happened. In the particular case, they had to deal with a fire. Um, so they shared the story that on Friday, Hermantown Fire Department had to provide mutual aid to Proctor. For a fire that started in the back of a garbage truck, which is similar to a situation that Hartel's dealt with earlier this year, um, and they believe it was due to some lithium batteries that that caused a fire. So again, the garbage truck it compacts the garbage, try to get as much into load as you can, and in doing that, it kind of pressure it, you know, cracks open the case and the chemicals. They interact and they cause fires. And what's tough about lithium fire, uh, lithium battery fires, is they're very hard to put out.
1: Isn't it baking soda that you should use on those? Mm, I
0: guess I'm not, I'm not sure.
1: I'm gonna look it up while you're chatting. I'm not sure,
0: but but they do say that lithium uh, battery fires are very hard to put out because those chemicals they they don't need a lot of oxidizer to, to oxygen to to burn and they'll just keep going and going and sure. going until they're suffocated. Um, so yeah, they mentioned that. Uh, it was the Proctor Fire, Proctor Fire Department, Hermantown Fire Department. The Solway fire, fire Department was there. They had people from the 148th that were there helping put out the fire. It was not, It was a big scene. Wow. And they've so they've got it. It was at a garbage facility. They had a big pile of garbage. They had to dump the truck out, and they spread it all over the place because it was all smoldering. They had to put it all out.
1: Can you imagine the job hazard of being a garbage man yeah, or a sanitary kidding. technician? Excuse me. Um <laughs> Uh, Bob, something's smoking in your truck. And that, so that was, that was
0: the deal actually with one. Um, it was in, I think it was like the Lincoln Park neighborhood or somewhere in that part of Duluth. Earlier this year, they had a similar instance where somebody, they don't know what it was. If it was a laptop battery, a cell phone, you know, a lot of power tools use lithium ion batteries. They don't know what specifically it was, but somebody put one in their, in their garbage and they were driving down the street going from one place to the next and it was smoldering. There was smoke coming out of the truck so they had to call in the fire departments and so the the reminder is if you have batteries in something to check with and obviously the problem, the the issue that some people have is they go well it's more expensive to take it to the the recycling center or the the hazardous material center
1: it's what, more expensive until you have a garbage truck on fire
0: and that's the that's the thing is it's it's the right thing to do because it'll save from big problems
1: so, very much so yeah. uh, just for listeners and anyone that might have this happen sodium carbonate does extinguish combustible oh. fires um also obviously your foam fire extinguisher uh, dry chemicals powder graphite copper powder and sodium carbonate hmm. there you go just, uh, yeah
0: good to know yeah but uh not a good scene so just just the moral of the story if you have again power tool batteries cell phone laptop any you know an old an old ipad or whatever Proper disposal, and there's there are places that actually take those devices in full as a recycling thing. They, you know, some places actually take them for free. Yes, um, often. so take advantage of that because at at a minimum, you're helping prevent a potential fire situation for but yourself and yeah. for
1: your sanitary technician.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a good situation all around. Plus, then then those materials can be properly be exp- disposed just, of yeah. or recycled or whatever the case may be yeah. too. So um you can see some photos we got the story on the Mix mobile app and mix dot com. it's a big pile of garbage they had to put out which <laughs> sounds
1: kind of like flaming trash yeah it sounds kind of chuckle
0: like okay that's kind of funny a pile of trash uh you know but yeah it's not not good they had to call in multiple fire departments for this so just something to be aware of music on the way for you here in a little while we're gonna hear from olivia rodrigo lizzo and more here in mix it away good morning so day two of a chance to win a trip to see Taylor Swift in L.A. is today. And we're excited to give you the chance to to win tickets because, of course, this show, show has been in super high demand. We, oh, talked, yeah. we talked yesterday about you know, scammers trying to get people with these tickets.
1: It's probably the biggest. She's made such a comeback. It's almost like cult-driven. <laughs> like, yeah. you that, know what I mean? After
0: not having been on the road for a while, coming back and doing not only a tour, but a tour that features all of her music over the years. Yes huge and so the uh we're calling it the <laughs> it's a trip to la for, we're calling it the tay tay triple play so you gotta listen for three taylor swift songs back to back to back and you win a whole package deal so it's two tickets to see taylor in la at SoFi stadium that shows in august it's august 3rd uh along with special guest gracie abrams and then you get round trip airfare for two to la two night hotel stay 500 bucks, spending cash. It's a little getaway for you and a friend to go see Taylor.
1: Me and a friend? I can win? (laughs) You can't win. Sorry.
0: That's the one downside to sitting there now is you don't get the chance to win. But somebody listening could, and we love for it to be you. so be listening for those uh, triple plays through the day, and when you hear them, there's actually an associated uh, uh, code that you have to enter. Listen for the code to be given when you hear those songs, and then enter that on our mobile app. There's a spot Uh, right on the home screen where you can tap in and enter those for your chance to win. And we wish you the best of luck because even if you got to see her in the Twin Cities, seeing the show a second time and winning a trip. Hello. Absolutely. Get to it. All right. Coming up here in just a matter of a few minutes, we'll check on your updated weather. It's going to be a hot rest of the week around parts of Northland. We'll give you the details. And next hour, do you prefer a physical or a digital? Thank you. Message. We got some feedback from listeners, and we'll share our thoughts later on this morning here. in and Good morning. Yes. So there was recently a poll that was done that asked folks about their thoughts about thank you notes, physical ones versus digital ones, and you know thoughts about that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, and so I'll dig into those results in just a little bit here, but I also thought it'd be kind of interesting to ask our audience. We got some feedback through our mobile app and through our Facebook page, which we'll get into as well. Um, but. It's interesting in an era where everything, you know, text message and email, uh, some sort of virtual thank you note or even like virtual gift, like sending an e-gift card or whatever. Sure. It's easy to do. It's convenient to do. It's the first thing that comes to mind. But some people do like the idea still of a physical, here's a card. Here's mm-hmm. a note, especially
1: a handwritten note. Yes. Um so When you when open your mailbox and there's that colorful little square envelope, yeah, squarish yeah. envelope in there, and you go, <gasps> who thought? Well, it's especially
0: funny. in an era where mostly what you get now is bills, junk mail, and, yeah. and that's it.
1: Oh, the junk mail. <laughs> okay, I'm one. I know this isn't our topic, but I am one human being in the United States out of however many. And imagine the amount of junk mail that we all get. Oh, Side yeah. note, sorry, tangent, go oh, ahead.
0: There's one particular company, and I already am, I already have one of their services. So they, they got me.
1: And they're still sending you I still get every
0: month two, <laughs> three, four things that I kind of want to, like send them a letter or an email or or call them or something and say, you could save yourself some money by not sending me these things. Yeah.
1: You've already got me. (laughs)
0: You got me. I'm not going to add any more on it because that's the thing is they're trying to get me to add on more stuff.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, Anyway, so back to our subject at hand here. The survey that I mentioned, they asked a couple specific questions. The first one was when you want to thank someone with a note, what do you prefer to give them? A physical thank you, a digital thank you, no preference, or the other option was, I don't send thank you notes. Okay. <laughs> so 9% of people surveyed said they don't send thank you I notes of any kind. So that's one almost 1 in 10 people. That's kind of sad. Um, so no preference. 20% of those responding said no preference. But the majority were either a physical or a digital thank you. Which do you think it was between the two?
1: Uh, this day and age, I'm going to go out on a limb and say digital.
0: Wrong. 42% of those surveyed said they prefer to send a physical thank you note. So that's, you know, almost half of people said they'd rather send a physical thank you note over a digital one. which is still like 25%.
1: Okay. They'd like to. So would I. But time. Don't, don't I, always do I'm it. making excuses. I, excuses are ugly. But I'd <laughs> like to send a thank you note every time too. But I don't make the time for it. So. And in- what's
0: interesting is the other question in the poll was, which kind of thank you note do you think is more common? The overwhelming majority, 61% of those said they think a digital note is more common.
1: I fit into that. that
0: Yeah. yeah. But most people, the majority of people in terms of the polling results, think that they would rather send a physical one. So
1: it's interesting dynamic. Angela chimed in on our Facebook and she said, it depends on the age and or value of who or what I'm thanking. If I'm thanking an 80-year-old. I make time to write a note or a card. Okay. If someone gave me $200, I would as well. <laughs> yeah, I sense. would too. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Note to self if anybody wants to send me $200. You will be getting a thank you card in the mail.
0: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Handwritten signature, maybe maybe a photo even or something. Yeah. You know, headshot. <laughs> Got the gen headshot there. Signed. No. Well, Kim actually on her Facebook page similarly said, depends on the generation or the age of the person, older than 40, a card, younger than 30, digital. I've been in my 30s and I felt this way 10 years ago. I appreciate a physical thank you note or card. Like, over the years, I've had friends of mine who have even, like, something as simple as, like, slide, like in the dorms in college a good number of years ago now. Like, slide a little note. Just even, like, a, just a folded up piece of paper, handwritten note. Hey, thanks for the help with the project, whatever, the other day. And,
1: that, you know, to be honest, if you grab your phone and send a text thank you, yeah. it, it could take you the same amount of time. I personally have, like, a little box that I keep... Note cards, just some they're blank. They might say thank you. They might say get well, whatever. So I know where my box is, I grab it, and it takes that thirty seconds that I could type just to say you're special. Thanks for thinking of me, Jen, whatever. And then slip it under the door. Same amount of time, I think that the card speaks a little more loudly.
0: So a card, obviously, if you're spending money on getting an actual card or making a card, there's that that's an extra level of effort and there's an occasion and a time for that, but just a, note. Piece of, a handwritten note on a piece of just scratch, scratch paper. paper. Yeah. I think that means an awful lot more than just a, a text message. I appreciate that. An email or like an or e-card or whatever. Yeah, those are nice. Facebook message, sure. There's a
1: different level of gratitude that's reached when you stop and give someone something.
0: You it took the time things. to physically yeah. write, give, send something. I, I think that's, regardless of age, I, I, to me, I think that's, you know. It hits different. Exactly. That's where I stand. Uh, Jessica actually sent that app, uh, app message in saying similarly agrees, you know, she feels like when she gets a note in, uh, in the mail, way different level than any sort of, you know, email, text message, thing like that. So, um,
1: let's resurrect the cards in the mail. Yeah. You open up that mailbox and I see that I do. I'm like, who, who thought of me? I get so excited.
0: Well, the holidays, same type of thing, or even for even my birthday, like I I get for my birthday, my my mom, even though I... Because my birthday is around Thanksgiving. I see my mom roughly around my birthday every year. My parents go visit them for Thanksgiving every year. So I see them either on or near my birthday every year because of Thanksgiving. But I still, every year get a get a birthday card in the mail. And my mom actually she she is a card maker, crafter person. Oh. So it's it's not only a card but it's also one she made.
1: You will treasure those forever. Yeah,
0: it's all, and so the one I forget if it was last year or two years ago there was actually one that was like a whiskey glass that had like a pull up thing that made it look like you're filling the cup up. She made that? Yeah. Well. So those are super cool and and obviously it's different cuz it's my mom, but but um you know, I think that those types of things are, even when I get from, like, the cousins I see twice a year, I get the Christmas cards from them. It
1: that feels means, good to be thought of. Yeah, and
0: that means more than just the the Facebook message, hey, you know, Merry Christmas, happy birthday, yes. whatever. So, that's where I stand on.
1: I completely agree. Couldn't agree
0: more. Uh, if you have thoughts, we'll certainly share more of them. We got a couple in through Facebook and through a mobile app. Um, Tom agrees. He sent the app message in saying, you know, physical note. Means way more than a digital note. Anybody, anytime would would agree with that. Uh, Obviously, some people don't, but but I agree with you, Tom. Yes. And thanks for
1: chiming in. Yeah,
0: appreciate that. So again, if you have thoughts, let us know. Love to hear from you. Either on our mobile app, you can send us a chat message, an audio message, a Facebook message. There are call us. There are ways to hit us (laughs) up. We'd love to hear from you. Is the moral of the story? Music on the way for you soon from Harry Styles, Dean Lewis, also a weird story from Charlie Puth about the inspiration for a song and how and where and when he wrote it.
1: I just
0: can't. <laughs> we'll share that later on this morning here in Mix It Away. 8.32 on a Tuesday morning. Nick and Jen here with you. And uh, Good morning. Good morning. So you were talking about how there's apparently a big discrepancy in the amount of talking that, that men versus women do.
1: The amount of words spoken in a day varies. Sure. Uh, women are typically faster and more voluminous talkers, like the volume of words that we Heck use. Heck of a is, word, by the way. Pardon?
0: Heck of a word. Voluminous? Yeah. Oh, thank love you. Love that word.
1: Thanks. <laughs> kind of a word nerd. <laughs> I'm I'm not even it. kidding. I'm I a really, it. really word nerd. Um, I, this morning, get up, you know, this is my new, I'm trying to get into this new routine, right? Sure. New job, early mornings, get to talk for a living. Like, yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, so I'm getting ready this morning, kind of scrambling around, like, Uh, How much time do I need to get to work again? 45 minutes. Okay, hurry up. Got to open up my closet. And I'm like, what shoes am I going to wear? So I grabbed these shoes and I put them on and I hadn't worn them, but I have a bad shoe problem. So, Would you say
0: bad shoe problem? Give me, like paint a picture for me here.
1: Tall boots, high heels, tennis shoes.
0: Give me a number. (laughs) 50? Wow. So
1: I'm... Digging through. Do you, have a, do you have a room dedicated to that? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a disorganized pile, but okay, I find right, things. Okay. So these are brand new, never worn them. They were probably on sale because I'm thrifty and just pathetic when it comes to saving money. Uh, so I put these shoes on and I was like, in my mind, I was like, ooh. And then I said out loud, where have you been all my life? And then not ah. only did I do that, I responded being the shoe saying, in the bottom of your closet for the last year, Jenny. That's how much I talk. I literally speak it out loud. My dogs look at me like, she's lost
0: it. So you're you're narrating your day, basically. I
1: Out loud. Like we all, I think and speak in my head all the time. But even when I'm alone in my car, shopping, people... Your your
0: inner monologue is not so inner is what I'm hearing.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait. That's supposed to stay in my head? Oops. That's okay. Let it out. I can really relate to this uh, Chinese proverb. (laughs) I have to find it. I just lost it. It says... The tongue is the sword of a woman, and she never lets it become rusty.
0: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: No rust here. That's incredible. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, we we talk for a living, so I think yeah. maybe we talk a little more. Yeah, and uh, I just never shut up. <laughs> Ask for the loved ones <laughs> in my life; they're like, "Oh my gosh,
0: that's super funny."
1: Even during movies, what's happening? What where did it... just watch the movie?
0: Oh, that would draw. Okay, so I'll I'll draw the line there. Yeah, that that's where I'd be like, okay. Quiet.
1: Not in theaters. I'm very respectful okay. Okay. there. But well, at that's home, at, no, at theaters, no. I okay. get the like okay. the, the the etiquette. But I was at home, say,
0: otherwise we're not going to see a movie anytime no. soon. At so.
1: home, though, I'm like, what, what, where did he come in? Is he the murderer? I don't know. Let's watch to the end and find out. That's how movies work. Okay. Well,
0: that that is something that's funny because you hear a lot of couples that have that situation where one person in the couple is like, "How did that happen?" And the other person's like, "We're watching this together for the first time. I don't, I don't know, know either." <laughs>
1: totally. Uh, so bear with me while I uh, talk
0: That's okay. fast that's a, and much. Let it, let it out. Have fun. That's, that's all. That's, 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 that's part of the you deal. That's what you're for. Exactly. So I, uh, not to the level or degree that you.
1: You don't talk to your shoes every morning? No. Hey. I, I, <laughs> Maybe if you did, you'd have 50 pair like I do.
0: Get on my feet, please. They talk back to you.
1: <laughs> you're comfy. Thanks. So are you. Where are we going oh, today?
0: That's incredible. <laughs> So I do though, like I'll I'll catch myself, I'll be on some sort of random photo adventure, just me and my camera in the middle of nowhere. And one example, so I think I maybe told you the story about a couple summers ago, Northern Lights. I was up by Island Lake on this little road. Does this story sound familiar to you? Yes. Okay. I'm on a on a little little dirt like path by myself, edge of the lake. Getting some incredible pictures, and I start hearing things in the woods behind me, and not small things in the woods behind me. And in the distance, I'm hearing wolves, oh. and I'm hearing like a crowd of rowdy drunkards, partyers yeah. down the road, or the other, and the, like the whole situation. I'm I'm talking to myself, and eventually, out loud. Yeah. Okay. Initially, it was just like, oh, look at that. Like I'm talking to myself about the experience.
1: This is beautiful.
0: And then it evolved into talking to myself to make noise to ward off whatever was behind me in the woods. <laughs>
1: Whoever you are, I'm bigger and stronger. Like, just so you know, I'm 6'2, whatever's going on
0: out there. I I didn't say that.
1: And I've got a camera and I'm not afraid to use it. I got a pocket knife on me. (laughs) Look out. Some bubble gum.
0: (laughs) Careful. Uh, So, but I like, even in situations where that's not quite that level, like, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'll talk to myself. And I think that's a pretty common thing, but. Probably not quite to the level of, of, of what you had going on with your shoes this morning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we like to chat.
0: So, so there it is. Your, your statistic about, about, uh, about the average woman talking more probably is in line.
1: In yes. my case, yeah.
0: There we go. I'll, I'll go along with it. Uh, coming up here uh, in about 10, 15 minutes, we've got a wild story about a Charlie Puth song, where he got the inspiration, and just how it came to be. I, uh, both I actually of
1: us can't believe that we're talking about this.
0: We're shocked by the by this. And, and there are people who are like, uh, we need to know less about this.
1: <laughs> Some things just need to go unknown.
0: Yeah. Those uh, those details coming up here in a little while. I'll mix it away. Good morning. Hey, it's- you know, sometimes creative inspiration comes at interesting times. It just You know, you might be...
1: And when the inspiration hits, you need to capitalize on it.
0: Apparently. Especially if it's your job. Like, if you're just someone who enjoys being creative, you might not be as as hard pressed to be like, I need to act on this right now.
1: Charlie Puth, though. Being a singer songwriter, and uh, he's gotta take the opportunity to. And you don't wanna forget it or write it. Yeah, you
0: get struck by inspiration, you gotta, you know, be like, hey. To, uh, to take advantage of this,
1: so the point of this is, uh, yeah, ah. I'm so uncomfortable. Uh. Charlie Puth was with a lady friend. Yep, sh- shaking the sheets. Okay, <laughs> and got so inspired. Wow! That he said, "Time out. Be right back." Right. So, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right of in the, the middle like, of shaking. The, yeah. The, so called oh,
0: halftime, basically. <laughs>
1: Blow the whistle. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> Intermission. So he walked away, and he like v- voice recorded his melody or his lyrics or, or whatever it happened to be. And so I, being the lady that I am, think to myself, "Well, it's hey, it's over here." <laughs> <laughs> so you can either look at it that way. On the other hand, possibly that's the biggest compliment that one could receive because you you inspired inspired that song, and for the rest of time. The whole world is going to know. You've got skills. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. So I guess you just take it how I would be very, very. uh, It's a compliment.
0: Uh, I mean, you got to take it that way, right?
1: When you you went back then. (laughs) I got to, you know, uh, uh,
0: uh, halftime's over. All right. right. Time in. Game on. So, yeah, the the story is it's off of his 2022 album, Charlie. Charlie. And uh, the the song, uh, it's not a very subtly titled song. It's not one we played on the radio. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> he says that he should have focused on the act a little bit more. At
0: least think. he's at least he's honest about that. He's he, like he looks back and he's like you know, maybe maybe I should have.
1: <laughs> if it would have been a hit, hit song, he would not have regretted it.
0: Right? Yeah. If it would have made him tons and tons of money, I mean, it's it 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 is a song. You know, it's, yeah. it it uh, you know. But, yeah, it's not like it was a, a top ten chart topper or anything like that. Someone
1: tweeted something and said, we should all know less about each other. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> well, but, you
0: know, and so there is a group of people, and I I generally tend to be one of those people where I'll hear songs, and they'll be like, I wonder what that song's about, where they got the inspiration for it. Um, a song like this, so the, the song, the title is very suggestive. Like the name of the song is "Marks on Your Neck," right? Okay. So you see a song title like that, you might go pretty clear where the inspiration, at least on some level, came from, right? Or at
1: least what's the vibe of the song, we'll right? Get, yeah, okay. Right.
0: You know, it's not like it's it's not very.
1: Uh, it wasn't like falling leaves or <laughs> something.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, but to not only be like, okay, I'm going to give you the, the the story, but I'll give you the details on exactly when the moment struck. No. It happened, and uh, good for him to be, like, admitting this. I really want to know, though. He takes the does...
1: job seriously.
0: Clearly. <laughs> clearly he does, but I want to know, how does she feel about this now? True. I mean, obviously, in the moment, she probably was like, hey, ho- ho- hold on a second.
1: Yeah, where, where are you...
0: But now, he doesn't use a name that I can that I saw when I read through the story, but how would she, how does she feel now about the fact that this is now being brought up as a as a story that he's sharing with people?
1: He didn't use her name, so she's in the clear. But I would take it as a compliment. Okay. You're right. inspirational. <laughs> His inspiration come from came from excuse me, <laughs> you and your togetherness.
0: Bravo, well done. Um, good good for him on them. sharing good that. Good for her. Good for everybody involved. I guess. What
1: if it's a completely made up story just so that he could say that he was, you know.
0: You know, there's a slight chance that could be true. <laughs> slight chance.
1: Come on, Charlie. Maybe.
0: Uh, if you want to read a little more, you can check it out on our mobile app and our website. Uh, wow.
1: Pictures are not included? No. No. So no. just No, the no, no It's just, just a
0: story. Just That's all. <laughs> so it's it's,
1: it's it's rated PG-13. Okay. Wait, I can handle I that. Guess. Yeah.
0: All right. Coming up here in a little while, we're going to get to your throwback song of the day. Also, we'll kick off 80 minutes commercial for y'all fueled by Quick Trip. And that's how it starts
1: here in Mixado.